The Bible Podcast is here to help get us in the Word together in those small pockets of time that we can find doing chores or tasks, traveling or commuting, and it doesn't have to be hard or complicated. So come on in, have a seat, and let's read the Bible together. This is your host, Virginia Price. Welcome to the Bible Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome and happy Tuesday to you. We're starting off the day today in the book of James in chapter two. Thanks for joining us. I'm happy that you guys are here. Per most of our episodes, we are going to dive right into the content. As a reminder, if you guys have any prayer requests that you would like as we go through these books and we have things that are um, kind of pinging us on the inside, just remember that you can always head to our website, thesevenfold.com slash the Bible podcast. And there's a prayer request form there on the website where you guys can leave a prayer request. It can be anonymous or not. Um, we can share it on air or not. All of that is uh, included there on the website. So I want to make sure that you guys know about that before we jump in because it's always a resource that is available to you. All right, let's jump into James 2. A warning against prejudice is where we start in verse 1. My dear brothers and sisters, how can you claim to have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ if you favor some people over others? For example, suppose someone comes into your meeting dressed in fancy clothes and expensive jewelry, and another comes in who is poor and dressed in dirty clothes. If you give special attention and a good seat to the rich person, but you say to the poor one, you, you can stand over there or else sit on the floor. Well, doesn't this discrimination show that your judgments are guided by evil motives? Listen to me, dear brothers and sisters. Hasn't God chosen the poor in this world to be rich in faith? Aren't they the ones who will inherit the kingdom he promised to those who love him? But you dishonor the poor. Isn't it the rich who oppress you and drag you into court? Aren't they the ones who slander Jesus Christ, whose noble name you bear? Yes, indeed it is good when you obey the royal law as found in the scriptures. Love your neighbor as yourself. But if you favor some people over others, you are committing a sin. You are guilty of breaking the law. For the person who keeps all of the laws except one is as guilty as a person who has broken all of God's laws. For the same God who who said you must not commit adultery also said you must not murder. So if you murder someone but do not commit adultery, you have still broken the law. So whatever you say or whatever you do, remember that you will be judged by the law that sets you free. There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. Faith without good deeds is dead. Verse 14. What good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing, and you say, goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well. But then you don't give that person any food or clothing? What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough. Unless it produces good deeds, it is dead and useless. For someone may argue, some people have faith, others have good deeds. But I say, how can you show me your faith if you don't have good deeds? I will show you my faith by my good deeds. You say you have faith for you believe that there is one God. Good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? Don't you remember that our ancestor Abraham was shown to be right with God in his actions when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see his faith and his actions work together. 
His actions made his faith complete. And so it happened just as the scriptures say, Abraham believed God and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. He was even called the friend of God. So you see, we are shown to be right with God by what we do, not by faith alone. Rahab the prostitute is another example. She was shown to be right with God by her actions when she hid those messengers and sent them safely away by a different road. Just as the body is dead without breath, so also faith is dead without good works. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this is, uh, this is good. Kind of feels a little coming and swinging. I mean, this is pretty, this is pretty, um, straightforward if you will, right? We have a warning against prejudice, which let's just pause here for a moment. Okay. This, this is what catches me right here is in verse nine. It says, if you favor some people over others, you are committing a sin. You are guilty of breaking the law. Because how often do we have a tendency to not hang out or talk to one person when you're in a group and you gravitate towards somebody else and you have a certain set of friends that you like to hang out with that you'll catch up with after church or an event, but you don't think to invite the new person or hang out with someone that maybe you don't talk to very often or they're just an acquaintance. This is us favoring some people over others. And you know, some people could look at that, myself included, and be like, well, this is just, you know, these are who, I, these are my friends. These are who I'm comfortable with. You know, if I talk to this new person, then I might be awkward and it might make me feel weird or I could say something stupid or, you know, what if they don't like me? And all of those what ifs are all like uncertainty and doubt and they make us uncomfortable. And we typically will do anything we can to avoid discomfort. But as I think many of us know, discomfort and awkwardness, if you will, is a place where God will put us over and over again in order to get us to grow and mature and be where we should be. So even speaking to myself, if we are favoring some over others to avoid uncomfortability or to avoid any of the other things I mentioned, then we are guilty of breaking the law course, we have the entire second part of this chapter that talks about faith without good deeds and lots of other translations is faith, faith without works. But I think it breaks it down in a very clear way that just makes it easier to understand and to kind of see just like, hey, we have to do good things and we have to, um, we have to put our faith to work. We can't just say that we have faith and not take any steps or action to put that faith to work. Let's just let's just hang out a little bit in verse 19 and 20 and just like love the sass. Okay. If you say you have faith for you believe that there is one God, good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? That one just makes me laugh. I enjoy that. So let's not be like the demons. Let's believe in God and put it to use and put it to action uh, than just knowing who he is and not doing anything about it, right? That's the charge for the day. Um, thank you guys for joining. Thanks for being here. Don't forget to submit a prayer request should that be something you want to do and uh, should that be what you need because don't we all need some extra prayer? I think so. This has been a fun day. Can't wait to see what we read tomorrow in ver uh, chapter three. So thanks for joining us and I will see you next time. Bye guys. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad to have you in our audience and I hope you come over to our Instagram and join our community there at underscore the Bible podcast. Our podcast is a ministry production of The Sevenfold. If you'd like to know more about us and what we do, please visit our site at thesevenfold.com. Thanks again for joining me today. And until next time, much love from the Bible podcast.